0: Hello, everybody. My name is Alexa McCarthy, and I would like to welcome you to the first episode of The Last Leg. Just to give myself a quick introduction, I'm a sophomore in journalism and arts and humanities student here at MSU. Fun fact, I grew up in Fort Myers, Florida, where I'm sure many, many of you have vacationed. I've been running much of my life and ran a lot of my high school running career in 90 degree weather. Um, so especially with the humidity after school Practices give a whole new definition to miserable. Um, So, as you imagine, running in the snow has been a whole new experience for me. But I am very excited to be here at Michigan State and hosting The Last Leg. My fellow staff members and I are looking forward to giving MSU's track and field athletes the recognition I think they deserve and a place for our student body to see, listen, and read more about the sport in relation to the MSU team and the larger running community. So, getting to today's episode, We're going to give you a full preview of this weekend's dual meet against Michigan. Um, Grand Valley is hosting Michigan State and the University of Michigan on Saturday, February 1st at 6 p.m. We're going to hear from head coach Walt Drenth, who's going to preview the meet for us. And then I'll be talking to Kurt Schneider and Sarah Kroll, both MSU runners, um, to hear their thoughts on the weekend and about the rivalry from a track and field perspective. Um, of course, any competition between the Spartans and Wolverines is pretty hyped, and I'm actually going to be interviewing the enemy, talking to Cody Riffle, a U of M thrower and captain um, for the team, to get the different side of the rivalry, um, what and what their runners are looking forward to. So to give you a little more information on this meet, um, this is what you you would call a dual meet, where only two teams are competing. So they're obviously they're competing against each other, and this is a scored meet. So, this happens regularly in just about every other sport, except for track and field, and probably even less in cross country. Um, so usually, track and field meets have anywhere from five to you know fifty or off teams um, and they can get pretty crazy. so meets with only two teams are very significant because the competition is much more concentrated, um, and with two rivals, it creates a lot of hype and a lot of competition. Uh, it's also a lot more faster paced, and I'm sure much, many of you who are listening have been to a track and field meet, and they seem to go on for hours on end. Actually, they do go on for hours on end, and uh, it can be a little daunting. And there's some sometimes multiple events going on at a time, so it can be hard to watch everything. But in a meet like this, each event is given their time, and their schedule is much more condensed and faster paced. So there's definitely a good rhythm to the meet, and the athletes aren't, aren't waiting around for their events as much. Um, so now Michigan is a very good team, which should provide a great competition between the two. Um, so going in and pointing out some people to look out for on both sides. Starting with the women's side, U of M's Sydney Ophelia is looking to continue her success from her freshman year in the hurdles and short sprinting events. At the 2013 Big Ten Championship, she finished runner-up in the 60-meter hurdles and seventh in the 60-meter dash. Looking at her fastest times, 7.47 seconds for the 60-meter and uh, 8.22 seconds for the 60-meter hurdles. Um, So in all this as a freshman, she is a true sophomore, so the women's sprinters and hurdlers definitely have their work cut out for them. Now earlier this month, back at Grand Valley, the MSU and U of M Women's sprinters in the 60-meter compete against one another. And in the finals, grab the top five spots. So this weekend's race will definitely be competitive. Um, MSU Tijuana Williams and Janae Hill will most likely be in the race. And they have the ability to make Ophelia feel uncomfortable and um, have definitely clock times to push the race. So looking forward to that. In jumps, Tori Franklin and Ashley Stacey are a bit of a dynamic duo in the long and triple jump. They often go back and forth. Between first and second place in both of those meets, they are also part of last year's successful 4x4 team who won at this meet last year and earned a second place finish at last year's Big Ten Indoor Championship. So they're definitely looking to continue their success. The 4x4 race should be a great one to watch. Um, In the distance races for U of M, their true freshman Erin Finn had her debut race last weekend in the 3,000 meter with a time of... 9 minutes, 15 seconds. Um, During the fall and cross-country season, she was named Big Ten Athlete of the Year, Big Ten Freshman of the Year, and finished 30th at the NCAA Championship with a time of 20 minutes, 40 seconds during that 6,000-meter race. So very impressive for a college freshman. Michigan State's Sarah Kroll, a junior who we will talk to a little later, has a best time of 9 minutes, 12 seconds and the 3,000-meter race, and won 7th at the Big Ten Indoor Championship. She's also a very skilled cross-country runner and who was named Big Ten Athlete of the Year and won the 2012 Big Ten Cross-Country Championship. Um, also with MSU, Leo O'Connor, another very experienced runner, both in cross-country and track. This race should be very interesting as they take on um, freshman Finn. In the field, U of M Kylie Tobel, a 5th-year senior in the pole vault. She's definitely an experienced athlete, uh, whose recent record is 4.25 meters, which is up from her mark at this meet last year, which was 4.05 meters. So uh, looking to see if she can continue her success. MSU's Lauren Short- Chorney has been making great strides this season in the pole vault, posting a mark of uh, 3.90 meter um, last weekend, and I'm definitely excited to see her keep up with her progress. On uh, switching to the men's side, Cody Riffle, who I will be talking to a little later, um, last year, broke a 41-year-old school record in the shot put to win his event. So this year, he's definitely looking to repeat, looking for a repeat win there. Um, there will be this great competition against him and MSU's Antonio James, who won a silver medal at the 2013 NCAA Indoor Championship in the weight throw and all around is a very accomplished athlete with a preseason ranking of number one. Um, so very, that will be definitely be very hype And the 60-meter hurl- hurdles. Um, U of M captain Herman Washington will be competing against MSU's Kurt Schneider, a senior. Um, so now Schneider's a man of many events, which you will often see in track and field. Last meet, he scored points for MSU in the high jump, the long jump, and the 60-meter hurdles. So he'll be looking to continue his success. Um, in long distance, last week, U of M swept their mile race with a finish time of 4 minutes and 15 seconds. MSU's Caleb Renard, with a, a red shirt freshman, will be looking to take them on. Renard is a skilled cross-country runner, finishing in 34th at the 2013 NCAA Cross Country Championship in the fall, and last week he won the mile race in 4 minutes and 5 seconds with Sherrod Hart behind him with 4 minutes 7 seconds, so that should, be, that should prove to be an interesting race, as will the whole meet. Now, um, with that, let's hear from head coach Walt Drenth and his preview of the Michigan meet. So, last weekend had your first meet with the whole team, had a first and second place finish. How are you feeling going into this meet, knowing how they did last weekend?
1: Well, I'm, I, I mean, I was happy with the way we competed. We've got to be better. There's no, no question about it. I didn't think we were uh, – yeah. I don't think we were at our best, but I thought we competed pretty well. So, you, you know, we've got to make progress from, from week to week.
0: Yeah. Um, so Michigan is obviously a good team. There's definitely some athletes to look out for. Um, but where do you think that MSU can score some points? I
1: mean, we should, we'll score points everywhere. The way the international scoring works, um, you, you, every, oh, yeah. two people from each team score. But I think, um, you know, we'll score our obvious places. You know, our, our, our horizontal jumpers on the women's side, our, our, our men throwers, uh, men vaulters should do pretty well. Uh, I think after that it's going to be kind of back and forth. I think there, there are some critical events that will, will kind of determine the outcome. will probably determine the outcome. I think the women's sprints will determine the outcome if we can. Because we're, we match up pretty evenly everywhere, but they have a couple of places where their strengths may be the difference. Um, we, we've got to avoid as many uh, eight threes on their side as possible in terms of scoring. If we can, if we can mitigate some of those 8s, get them to be 5s or 7s, um, then, then we'll close the gap and have a chance on the women's side. And on the guys' side, we just have to compete well because it looks like it's, it's pretty square right now.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess as a coach, how do you see these dual meets? How do you see them differently? How do you coach differently?
1: Well, I mean, we don't really coach them differently. I, I think that uh, we may approach it a little differently from a personnel standpoint. Maybe some people that wouldn't normally get to travel get to travel because we have to fill spots. We have to put people in in events and try to have someone in every event. Um, so, from that, from that standpoint, I guess that's probably the difference strategically. Is we may not some of our best athletes may not get to travel, um, in you know, in an effort to make sure that we again put you know put people in in uh, every event so like for example the 600 we may take some people this weekend that wouldn't wouldn't otherwise get to travel and and uh yeah that's kind of the only difference it it, and the the biggest thing is is right now is this is a team this is a team competition and 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 we're trying to get everybody to embrace that idea mostly
0: so just it's a whole team effort right
1: right we'll talk about the team effort and just understanding that it can't be about one person you can't you know if it's not going very well for you you got to figure out a way to make it work um you know it's like any other team sport sometimes it doesn't go your way and and you got to you got to forget about how you look or how you feel and and just make it you you know figure out a way
0: now I stopped into practice to talk to Kurt Schneider and Sarah Kroll to hear about what the men's and women's teams are feeling about the meet this weekend let's hear from them so obviously we lost this meet last year um, so obviously the objective is pretty clear Mm -hmm. Um, so what are some main things you guys have been focusing on to get the win
2: uh, well, we've really been trying to look at it from more of a team perspective. I think I think last year and some of the years prior, we had kind of an individualistic attitude and people worried about like hitting their own marks or trying to PR, different things like that. But I think we're going to go in this year with a focus of really trying to just score points for the team. And I think I think if everyone just goes in and tries to compete and doesn't try to just – get their personal best or isn't concerned about themselves i think we'll be fine and come out with a win
0: um so i guess what role does a dual meet have in the season any any scored meet
2: is is really beneficial for kind of just making us feel like a team because track does kind of have that it is kind of like an individual sport but when you have a scored meet and you can really you're able to like score points for your team it kind of brings everyone together and the fact that we're doing several scored meets before Big Tens which is the main scored meet I think really is going to benefit us in the long run because uh, it'll get us thinking from a team point of view earlier on in the season so that our first scored meet isn't going to Big Tens and then all of a sudden trying to act like a team that hasn't been thinking about being a team before that.
0: I guess describe the environment of a, a meet like this.
2: It's pretty cool. There's definitely a lot more energy than you would have at your normal meet, and there's a lot more in the line, so it's it's definitely going to be fun.
0: I guess just for this meet, what is, as far as the girls' side, what is the team looking to focus on?
3: I think anyone going into this meet, you always want to come away with the win, but obviously we know that Michigan's a really talented program, but as are we. And so I think um, our main focus is to go into this weekend and give every ounce of the competition, like everything that we have, Um, and all across the board, jumps, sprints, throws, distance, just everyone um, put in their best effort and know that we'll be able to walk away being satisfied, whatever the result is. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, so obviously last year we didn't come away with the win, but what did you guys learn last year that you're kind of using this year?
3: I think um, last year we might have had some certain areas that outshined some other areas, and I know, um, like, I'm particularly not 100% pleased with how I ran last year either, so um, I think if we have everyone all in, I mean, reg- Coach Chantha always says this, regardless of the outcome, if we're all in, then we're going to be happy, and so, I mean, obviously, they're, I think, a top 15 program in the country, so they're going to be really good, so whatever we do, just go out there and be, be happy coming away with the comp- from yeah. the competition.
0: What are you guys telling, kind of, like, the new people that didn't run in last year's race. What what is the difference between running in a race or running in a meet with, you know, lots of teams and then this type of meet?
3: Well, we always have a huge rivalry with Michigan, and I think especially in the distance program just because we compete with them so yeah. frequently. And the last couple of years in Big Tens Cross, we've gone back and forth with the win. and So there's a huge rivalry there, and I think we're just telling everyone to just stay relaxed and stay focused and especially for our new people to just go out there and don't get wrapped up in the competition and just go out there and compete and have fun. And mm-hmm. if you do that, then probably a really good performance will come if you're not overworked about it. And so that's definitely... A piece of advice that we're telling the younger girls because I mean it's it's a huge meet yes but it's just a fun in-state rivalry and it's we're lucky enough to be able to have this meet to compete with awesome um
0: so obviously we're about halfway through indoor season and it's indoor is a little shorter than outdoor and it has a lot less meets how do you treat indoor season differently than outdoor
3: I think something that our program does versus other schools is we treat indoor as a preparatory for outdoor season, and I think our main focus is the end of May and the end of June, but obviously everyone wants to still achieve great marks in indoor, so I think um, although it's short, we just have to maximize every opportunity that we have to compete, and usually um, if we do that, then we'll get the marks that we need to either run and compete really well at Big Tens or possibly make it to indoor nationals and, I mean, it's just a really good stepping stone for the outdoor season, which at least on the distance side is our main focus, um, so, yeah.
0: Good. Um, going back to last weekend, you guys had a second place finish, um, so definitely some, a good turnout. Um, how do you feel going from last weekend to this
3: weekend? I think, um, I think Notre Dame, last weekend, they have actually already competed once before that meet, and so I think when we're coming out there and we're running our first race versus people that have already opened up their seasons, it's a little bit more challenging for us because they're a little bit less rusty. And so I think um, we had some really excellent performances last week, and I know that um, I was pleased also coming away with my race. And so I think this weekend will be probably a little bit easier because we got got some nerves out and got – they caught the rust buster, so we got our rust buster through with, and so that should hopefully make this weekend a little bit more relaxing and exciting.
0: And now I'll be talking to Cody Riffle, uh, who is a thrower and a captain for U of M's team. Let's hear what he has to say about this weekend's meet. Um, you guys won this dual meet last year, so the objective is pretty obvious. You guys want to defend the title. Um, has that fueled how How has that fueled the team's practice this week? Or
4: Uh, well, I think, you know, there's, there's quite a few people that were there at the meet last year who competed. So I think they've been just, you know, it's been telling people how awesome it was to, uh, you know, compete well and win last year and, you know, take a victory lap at the end around Grand Valley. And that was, that was a pretty awesome feeling. So I think, you know, we, we're trying to, you know, get everybody on board so we could do that again. But, um, yeah, I think everybody's, you know, just getting excited about and, uh, you know, going to try and do the best they can.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously it's a big rivalry. Um, there's quite a bit of ant- anticipation, but I guess in the larger scheme of things, kind of what does this meet, um, mean to the team? Where does it fall?
4: Sure. Um, well, this is definitely a great opportunity for great competition. Uh, Michigan State has a lot of really talented athletes and they compete really well as the team, um, you know, like us. So it's it's great to, you know, go head to head and get a good taste of good competition, you know, two few weeks away from Big Ten. So um, a lot of our guys, especially our younger guys, haven't had an opportunity to do that yet. So this will be uh, their first, as well as some of our older guys, you know, we'll get to do that as well and compete against some of the nation's best and each mm-hmm. other still. So uh, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a challenge. It's not easy. You know, we're both pretty good teams. So that's something that, you know, we can – Look forward to a great meet and great competition, mainly.
0: Yeah. Um, and obviously this is a, you du- know, I mean, this is dual meet, so it's only um, the two teams. I guess describe the environment of competing in a meet like this.
4: Yeah, it, it's really fast. Uh, just because there's two teams, the meat goes really fast. So that can throw some people off just because, um, you know, there's usually in most meets there's a lot of flights and a lot of wait time, but there won't be this time. Maybe one or two flights or heats. Mm-hmm. Uh, per event, so that all you know, that's something you have to get used to. But that happens, you know, in meets like this. But uh, the fa- so definitely the fast pace of the meet, and uh, I guess the energy too, because there's going to be a lot of fans from both both teams, and you can definitely hear them when you're competing. I remember last year it was really really loud down in the shot ring, so that was pretty cool because it doesn't usually happen either. You have a lot of support, and uh, you know you have a good fan base behind you both sides.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, do you guys, com- do you compete differently in a meet like this?
4: Yeah, I think, you know, we rise to the occasion, uh, both teams in that sense. It's, um, you know, we, we've had a rivalry and this is definitely one that we uh, value. And there's, you know, there's a lot of great competitors. So, I mean, that, I think just the, the, you know, the presence of, um, you know, big time performers will definitely bring out the best in people. Yeah, overall so
0: yeah um because yeah obviously every every point counts in a situation like this um i mean do you guys prepare different i mean you said you guys were kind of keeping things the same but are there any specific things you guys um prepare for differently for something like this uh, no that
4: was actually one of our big things we talked about this year last year we threw a couple guys into different events just to you know get some of the points mm-hmm. because um if you just have a certain amount of people in an event, you'll actually score a point. But our head coach this year didn't really want to do that—you know, take time away from actual events. So uh, there's actually a few events I don't think we have anybody even participating in. But um, that'll be good because it'll te- teach us to, uh, you know, make do with what we have and do the best mm-hmm. we can in order to get the results we want.
0: Well, so there you have it. We're anticipating a great competition between these two gifted Big Ten teams. The meet will be held this Saturday at the Kelly Family Sports Complex on Grand Valley campus. I'll be there, so stay tuned for the latest updates from the meet by following Impact Sports on Twitter and Instagram, which is at MSU Impact Sports. You can also follow follow us for coverage on all MSU sports or like our Facebook page by searching MSU Impact Sports. Again, I'm Alexa McCarthy, and thanks for listening to the inaugural episode of The Last Leg.